We've got the Commander's home uniform schedule. The team has another new sponsor and QB1. All that here on your Daily Commander's Update for 17 August. Let's go. Greetings and salutations. Welcome to your Daily Commander's Update. I'm Nathan Perry. That's the stoner. We are Ref the District on the Believe Network, and it's an off day for the commanders, at least in the sense that they are not at practice. But that doesn't mean that there isn't things going on, Stoner. Always. In fact, the second day in a row, hmm. they found themselves another sponsor. This is a re-sponsor, actually. Anheuser-Busch coming back to the team as they partner back up with the Washington commanders. Ben Standing here on this, and I know Nikki J had as well. Drink up and responsibly, says Ben, absolutely. What do you make of the fact that this was a sponsor that literally just left the team last year? Yeah. And now they're back on. What is that about? Well, I think it's real simple. Two words, Dan Snyder. Ooh, yeah. that's that's in the jar. Put it oh, in the jar, sir. It. I got I got to find a dollar, put it in the jar, whatever. Yeah, but I mean, you set me up. I did. You 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 pay 25 cents, I'll pay 75 cents. No, nah, I don't think so. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it was pretty simple. Bud Light wanted out, or Anheuser-Busch to be specific, wanted out of the Dan Snyder business. So they got out of that business and they decided we're pulling our sponsorship until you sell the team. And eventually he did sell the team. So they say, cool, we're back in. You've got real people, uh, people with character running this team. So we're, we're proud to put our name back in. Yeah, what's going to be interesting is, so with the Verizon you know, deal, the package that they got, the whole purpose of that is to bring a better experience for fans mm. in the stadium, you know, yeah. connect them to 5G, make them able to use those fancy things that they have in there. With Anheuser-Busch, I wonder what kind of benefits are going to come with this. Are we going to see beer that's less than $16 a can? Are no. we going to see anything like, you know, less price gouging on that front? You're saying no? No. I, let's not get carried away with that. They're not coming in to give us a discount, and the commanders are not doing anything here to try and help the fans. This is just straight. This is a sponsorship. They're going to pay the commanders a ton of money to be the official and only beer sponsor. So they're going to have their their stuff everywhere. They're going to sell beer for sixteen. Might be even more than sixteen dollars. It might price might go up. They're going to do whatever. It One takes to make of money. the things that you listed for Josh Harris to do is to win the community back over. That's yeah. very simple to do with yeah. a lot of what he's doing. Why not reduce the the cost of beer for for the fans? I mean, I guess they could, but that doesn't seem like this is the one spot that they need to do to win the uh, win the fans back over. I mean, they could, but it's it's no different than any other sponsorship that any other sports team slash stadium gets, uh, and they all sell sixteen dollar beers as well, or maybe fifteen dollars. You know what? They might do that. You know what is a good gesture? They might say it's not sixteen. It's 15, but they're still going to make a crap load of money. Oh, fine, absolutely. By the fine. way, I do believe Washington was at the higher end of beer costs. Now, Washington also does sure. sell those tall boys. What will be interesting is they did rebrand some of the areas like the Bud Light tent and everything mm. around FedEx Field. Yeah. What comes back because they've kind of, I think, kind of gotten to a groove with the Legends area and everyone coming in and having some of the old teams. So that will be interesting to see 
how this is incorporated, what benefits are there for the fans. Now, drinks aside, Stoner, Mm -hmm. the other big news for today was the uniform schedule got put out. So this was kind of a big surprise last year that they put this ahead and then we got to plan around it. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm excited that they brought this back. So Nikki J here, the commanders announced their home Jersey schedule, Burgundy Monday night football against the Ravens here. Then they'll wear Burgundy uh, week three, eight, 13 and 17. They're going to yep. be in white against the Bengals in preseason and then weeks one and 18. So white out game against the Cowboys again. Yep. And uh, they'll be wearing black against the bears and the giants. That's week five and week 11 bears. I remember that's a national game. I don't remember Thursday about night the game? giants. Yeah. I want to say the bears is a Thursday night game. We'll, yeah. we'll have to verify on the giants, but I wonder, is there a push now? to wear the black at, at on the national level? Hmm. That's, that's a good question. I, you know, they, they've obviously done their homework and figured out all these dates and what is the best uniform color to wear all that. I'm not a uniform snob. Like a lot of people are, uh, people really want to have the stripes down the pants or the, or whatever. There's a whole lot of different variations of the uniform. It doesn't really matter to me, but uh, I can see them having good plans for what these, why these dates are significant and why they're wearing certain jerseys. But I think it's pretty cool, and it'll also be interesting to see, and you won't know probably until the week before, maybe they already know, of what jerseys they wear on the road, which is, of course, has to be the opposite of what the home team is wearing, mm-hmm. and you don't always know that uh, right away. So it could be... Uh, they may wear black more often than what we already see the two games. They may wear white more than just those two games because of the road games. Yeah. I imagine they're going to go to the white jerseys more than black. I think they're trying to keep that black Jersey a little special. Okay. Um, So, but with the burgundy and the white, I think that's going to be your primary. What will be interesting to me is we haven't seen anything on the mix and matching. Will they wear like burgundy tops with the white bottoms or white top and the burgundy bottoms, anything in, mixed in with the black? All, all we've seen so far is the straight colors. All right, so Nathan had some tech issues. His internet went out. He's out there in Oklahoma. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody in Oklahoma just said, hi, man, give me that internet and yank the cord. Just, just playing. But All right, so... Let's finish this out uh, with the uniforms. I think Nathan was getting ready to say that what we haven't seen yet is the combination colors with the jersey, say burgundy, and then white pants, or maybe even throwing some gold pants or or white jersey with burgundy pants, something like that. We'll see. Some people really like the stripe down the side. Again, I'm not a big uh, uh, uniform sort of snob. So I just take whatever they got. I love it. I'll buy it. All that good stuff. Let's just get some, uh, make those uniforms continue to look cool. All right. Last subject. We're going to get you out of here on this. And that is the whole talk about Sam Howell not being named the starter. And let me throw this up here. And of course, this is John Kimes um, tweet here yesterday. Rivera declined to officially name Howell as the starter for the season. One of the beat reporters said, hey, are you going to name Howell the starter for the season? We've kind of had this controversy here on Ref the District in that we all know it's not a competition in training camp. 
everybody has always said, the coaches, Ron Rivera, Bienemy, everybody's always said, Sam Howell is QB1 going into training camp. But except for one practice, Sam Howell has taken all the reps at one. And we know it's not a competition. Sam Howell has a higher ceiling. Sam Howell is better a better fit in terms of he's a young quarterback. We, uh, you know, his talents are much higher, much better than Jacoby Brissett. He's cheaper than Jacoby Brissett, so he's more of a long-term option. So they put all their eggs in that basket. But still, Ron Rivera refuses to name him as the starter. Now, he said also, John Kahn says, however, they'll meet over the next two days. Could lead to a formal announcement Friday. Howell hasn't done anything to lose the job, but these two days were key. Go back, analyze, discuss, proceed. And if you know John Kahn, which we know John Kahn very well here, he doesn't usually make predictions because that's not his job. He tries to just give straight facts. And when he says probably Friday, you can probably take that to the bank that it's going to be announced on Friday. Is it a big deal? No, not really. Everybody, and I mean everybody, knows Sam Howell is the starter. But it's just kind of odd that Ron Rivera hasn't said Sam Howell is the starter. I mean, they've done this with other guys that you were kind of questioning. They did it with Anthony Richardson in Indianapolis. They did it with Bryce Young in Carolina, where they said, look, this guy's the starter. They even basically done it with Brock Purdy out in San Francisco when they've got basically three potentially number one quarterbacks, of course, with uh, Darnold and uh, Trey Lance. We're not saying that their abilities are there, but they were all competing for that job. So it's probably going to happen tomorrow, maybe Saturday, but probably before the Ravens game. The only thing that I can think of of why Ron is doing that, and if you guys have any particular reasons, be sure to hit us in that comment section. The only reason I can think of is he wants Sam to keep that edge to not think, okay, I can relax now. I'm the starter. I've got the job, so I can go ahead and relax. And Maybe that's all he's doing. And he wants him to keep that edge, keep competing every day, every day in training camp. You remember Saturday, last day of training camp, and then they go and they play the Monday night game on ESPN against uh, the Ravens, which, of course, you can watch us on Monday night. We will be streaming the watch party live. but. Uh, go into that. And then it's basically, you still have another preseason game on that Saturday, only a few days away, but that's basically when the preseason is on and you're getting ready for the season. So that's really just around the corner. And so it's time, it's time to say Sam Howell is not just QB one. Sam Howell is a starter for the commanders this season. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, I look forward to hearing him say that and everybody go crazy on Twitter and We'll have a lot of fun with it, but that's good. That's what we do here on Ref the District. This has been your Daily Commanders update for 17 August. Make sure you hit that like, hit that subscribe, hit those comments. We love interacting with the comments. And make sure you check us out, of course, on the Believe Network and hit us up on all our different socials and check us out audio-wise on all those different platforms. And, of course, until next time, be a fan. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.